Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. All right, Liz Hilliard. Yeah. How you doing? What you thinking, Lee Canelli? Um, that you might need to to use this podcast to <laughs> deal with some emotions. You think I've got some emotional issues? You have physical issues yeah, at I the do. moment. Yeah. So you're head to toe broken out in hives. Yeah. Um, and we were just chatting about it. <laughs> On the back porch. On the back porch. And Which I can't trying move, to get really. to the bottom of it. I can't right. move. Like, right? Because my body's not you start itching. It. Yeah. Hives that are itching all over your arms, legs, back. <laughs> and why do you think it is that you're broken out in hives? First of all, I know this. First of all, you woke up this morning <laughs> and called your doctor and he was like, well, when did this start? And you were like, well, the first week of COVID. And he was like, the first week of COVID, like two years ago? <laughs> like you're calling me now? <laughs> and so you had intermittent Bouts, bouts of hives, of hives, which I've never had in my whole life. Never. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> besides being a little surprised at that, he, he told me what to do. And yeah, a little allergy medicine. Yeah. And, and let's things. just see, we had a, a, a very potent smoothie and yeah, full of turmeric, by the way, right. just, just FYI, you got some hive issues or anything that's <laughs> anything um, that's whatever. Inflam- I can't even talk. My body is on fire, but it, I'm going to talk. Anyway. Let's talk it anyway. We feel like let's try to get this out, this out. Right. Well, you had a, we, I was, I asked you, when did this bout regardless mm-hmm. of two years ago <laughs> start? And it was after you got like a really therapeutic massage where she kind of opened up your yeah she she channels she was uh, working on the meridians of my body, uh, a great massage therapist. And I want to go back to her and say, let's close those meridians. Back <laughs> Can up, you okay? put these hives back in? Yeah, it's interesting though. So um, we've talked a lot. You know, I'm very physical, right? So when I have stress that is maybe unresolved, it resolves itself. It resolves right. itself through my body. And I've things like <laughs> pneumonia. You had a little bout of salmonella yeah, a but couple that, years simultaneously, back. and that happened during that big emotional upheaval. That's remember? right. So I never. I'm not allergic to anything in the world, but apparently and you're not I like a sickly am. person either. I'm not sickly. You just hold on to some things pretty strongly, and they come out just as strong. Yeah. So I'm on here today as the weak version of <laughs> myself. Maybe to therapize your yeah. whatever's boiling underneath the skin. Well, and literally it's under my skin. Mm-hmm. Something is literally under your skin. And I, I mean, your body doesn't lie to you, right? Right. My body is not only, 
It's not, it's screaming at me going, resolve this and resolve it today. Right. So I actually might go to Let's cry begin. So let's begin. So anyway, manifestation, physical manifestation. Uh, I have a rage in me sometimes. <laughs> and I suppose during the COVID thing, it was just the stress, right? The sure. stress of, oh, wow, we just closed down a business. Even mm-hmm. though we didn't, we figured it out and those things came back and forth. But lately I've been enraged. Yeah. Over some things. I have taken it out on you. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and uh, my body's taking it out on me. And yeah. it's, it's sort of like a, I think if, well, I'm just going to speak for myself. Go ahead. It's really hard for me to speak for myself right now <laughs> because I'm so, okay. I'm so, vul- I mean, I'm literally very, I'm, I'm on this mic very vulnerable right now. That's okay. And my rage comes from the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it out loud. It's not from just men, the patriarchal system that we live in that just continuously pushes down men and women and Mm -hmm. it manifests in so many different forms. And I have watched it manifest in your life, which I'm using you. I, I really think I am some things that are coming up for you in your life that are really unfair and really have to do with the status quo of how society is supposed to work for men and women. Right. People putting you down because of your life choices. And this is not the typical putting down. I'm not going to go into your business because that is your business. Yeah. But it has, it has enraged me. Yeah. (laughs) Enraged me. (laughs) I'm aware. Yeah. My whole body is like, bursting. Right. And that's an example of the example you're referring to for me is just an example of kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, I believe. Right. So what, but what you have to, what I, what I realize now and, and talking to, we were talking a minute ago on the back porch, having our turmeric smoothie, (laughs) trying to keep the inflammation at At bay, bay. um, about how all the rage of all the years of being alive and living in a society where roles are defined out of fear just came to a literal boil and the literal boils are now on my body. So what I'm going to try to specify in that is, um, that it is really, really time for men and women to quit playing the roles they're playing. We're destroying each other, right? Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. think so. I mean, I I don't want to come off as when I say patriarchy, as I hate men, because right. I'm, it's the opposite of that. I respect and love men. And I think they are just as a big of a victim of this patriarchal system as women are. Mm-hmm. Um, and women are, co- are co-conspirators in this system that right. says, Oh yeah, we will, we will do our role in being not just outwardly subservient to men, but sabotaging ourselves and the women in our lives. Mm. And, you know, we, we had a podcast the other night, which we're not going to use. And I, I really loved it. And I really would love to use excerpts from it because I went deeply into this religious thing. Right. We'll go again. I mean, I really feel that I haven't run into, well, I know Christianity because I know my Bible. I'm very, very adept, I think, at speaking fairly, you know, intellectual. Sure, yeah. You know, about my faith in in Christianity. But I literally hate that religion. (laughs) 
there, there we it go. Is. There we go. And there it is. Take a sip of water there. That went down well. You do you want to talk about that a little bit? No, more I don't hate that. I mean, I do. <laughs> I, I think religion is um a real problem in this in this puritanical society we live in. Mm. And I think it's a religion for the people all over the world. It doesn't have to be Christianity. It can be uh, anything that has men in power or just women in power. I just don't happen to know of another religion that has just women in power. I do not. Um, However, when you look at a church or you look at even a synagogue or you look at the Islamic ways, it's always about the person, not a persecution, just keeping a woman in check. Or a group. Exactly. Or a group. And most of the time it is men being in charge. Mm-hmm. And we live in America. So in here, it's pretty much men in charge. Um, I don't think, again, I'll reiterate this again. I don't think it's fair to the men. Yeah. <laughs> They've grown up in this too. Maybe they'd like to actually explore themselves and not have to be so strict. And, um, you know, this whole, uh, I can feel my my body just like starting to itch. It's starting to itch. Well, let me go back and ask you, (laughs) you, if you enjoy and find some value in Bible stories, what is it that you would like religion to look like? Nothing or. Okay. How about Jesus? I love Jesus. He's a boy. He didn't seem to be under anybody's thumb, certainly not the Jewish faith that he was brought up in. He threw the tables up and over. He said, you know, he probably, I don't know if he cussed or not, but I think he threw some (laughs) F-bombs and went, you know what? No, this is not the way God works. Mm -hmm. God loves everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Women and men who stood up for that supposedly, you know, the woman uh, that was being stoned to death, you know, so it I'm so pissed off mm-hmm. that white men took a Jewish young 30-year-old prophet named Jesus and turned him into their lap boy. And I'm just saying, he is nobody's fucking lap boy. <laughs> He's Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you something. You better not mess with him. Now that's one man. That understood we are not just one or the other. We love all people, right? Right. So I'm not going to sit here and preach Jesus stuff, but I'm going to preach the gospel of me. And my, my feeling is that the men that have chosen to be in power in this world are destroying us. And the men in our community that choose to decide what a woman's going to do with her body... <laughs> Um, or decide that a woman does anything, (laughs) they deserve to be ignored or to be put out of power. Mm -hmm. And a woman that goes along with that is the same. And the man that stands up to that man is my kind of man. So it's not a male female thing. It is a masculine feminine situation where it just comes down to men taking power a long time ago. I mean, this has only been going on for a couple thousand years. Right. I think the world is lots, lots and lots longer. And probably there was a time when there was a matriarchy and those women just needed to be taken down a notch, you know, <laughs> what we right, need in this world. We need a balance. Mm-hmm. And a balance is not a static position. A balance is a teeter-tottering, uh, you know, feminine uh 
masculine that goes back and forth. There's never a, a point where you go and we're set. Right. There's always a back and forth, but you can't have that, that, that balance all on one side. You can't have the whole position being, well, I'm the masculine and I know better and I'm stronger. Um, I think it's changing. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in time for my hives to get done. Um, But I, but again, getting back to you, I'm just really very, very inflamed over some religious things that have come into your life that have put you decided they need to put you in your place. Mm -hmm. When you tell me you have to go into your place, I go, well, who are you to tell me that? Right. And if you're a person in power, whether you're a woman or a man, as a matter of fact, if you're just men in power, I have run into very, very few churches where women are in power as well. I can speak to certain sects of the Christian religion and you will know women are not in power. For instance, the Catholics there, there's no, or women in power in the Catholic church. No. Okay. What do the nuns do? Are they in power? No. Okay. Um, Are they in power in say the Christian, you know, churches here in Charlotte are women in power. I think there are some, yeah, I think there are. And so I would just say, (laughs) I'm not sure why I want to tell everybody what to do and I don't, but I respect any group of people that has both women and men as a counterbalance to each other and not one pushing the way things should be. I think that's very clear. And I mean, I think that's reasonable Mm -hmm. and understandable. I think people need religion for their humanity, their hope, their faith, their fear. Fear. Yeah, that's well, right. Well, to me, religion is based on fear. Right. Um, if you wanted to re- base religion on love, which is what uh, Jesus Christ taught, then religion would not be you're born unworthy. Because I, I fully believe that we're born as full, incredible, strong amazing human beings experiencing the world in the human flesh, the flesh of God. And I don't believe we're born with a stain. So that's where the power begins right after you're born. And the whole Adam and Eve story, you know, she just, you know, really, (laughs) I can't even go into that. I mean, uh, so I have some rage, right? So you're letting me talk and you should probably really interject here. Well, you know, I think it's good for you to to get this out. (laughs) I did say earlier, I said, where is that? Where are you in the, uh, bless it and let it go. Ah, that's status. Yeah, that was funny. So I said, you might need to, to get on stage left, do a little pirouette across, you know, bless it into the audience and exit stage, right? And see if that could help a little bit. Um, but I think it's important to, to vocalize the way you're feeling and with anything like your experience physically, there's a root and there's a cause. I mean, of course, it's not just this one thing. You have a family going through a health crisis. You're running a business, mm-hmm. you know. I'm very worried. Yeah, that, I, and that's. These are right. real things. These are real. And and I think we all go through life and uh, we go, oh, we're fine. We're fine. Like you were making that point yeah. a while ago. I ha- I've been trying not to say I'm fine because I know I'm not fine. It's, sure. It, you know, my ch- children are going through everything, mm-hmm. you know, so. Well, and I think it's okay. It's interesting too, when 
people, when they, when you do ask how they're doing and they do tell you honestly and are forthcoming with how they are doing, which I really appreciate. And they say, I know, I know it's not like what you're going through, for example. And I'm like, no, it's all relative at all. Everybody's going through something mm -hmm. at some point and stage that is a challenge that causes them stress or rage or frustration. And one is not lesser than the other. Right. You know, and I think you can rage. I think you can rage without having a, some person or thing to rage at. You're scratching. Stuff. I know I can't help it because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm not raging at somebody. Right. I just really loved picking on religion just then because it's just a, so, it's just so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just so obviously the problem. I mean, I know uh, some incredible ministers. One of my best friends is a minister, Steve Shoemaker. I mean, you know, I love having religious conversations with people like this because they're open and they're willing and they're understanding and they get it They're mm -hmm. And I love women that are all in this religion too, but so you can rage. I just love to choose religion because it's so easy and obvious. Right. And if you are truly a Jesus lover and you are following the rules of the government right now that's telling women what to do with their bodies, then you're just blowing smoke up my dress and I feel it. Yeah. I mean, so you, you did really clarify what you mean there because you do have Steve, you know, the yeah. minister been at. Oh, yeah, Park I love these guys. Baptists, like my yeah. cousin's husband is exactly. a minister. And these are people who are spreading, oh, spreading. the wonderful word of faith and grace mm -hmm. and goodness and forgiveness and love. Mm -hmm. And so you are talking more specifically to traditional institutions. The institution uh, of power. Of power. power. Right. And the power, the institution right now of power is being broken. You can see it happening in the United mm -hmm. States. Um, I would, I would literally hate to be a white man right now. <laughs> I, really would. I feel, I feel bad for some of you guys because there's a whole bunch of good, good ones out there. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, it has become obviously wrong-sided, lopsided. And it's fine to feel like, you know, I have the answers or I have my position. You're on your phone now. No, because I had to pull. Yeah, you're <laughs> not on your, she's on I'm not phone. scrolling Instagram. I wanted yeah, to make I mean, sure I said this right, because I think Brene Brown does that perfect example of the power with, power over. Right. And power to. Right. And how... Well, and, leaders and, have to have a degree of power, right? But a, a degree Your of power. Your whole motto is be, be powerful. powerful. Right. So it, it's. Power is, uh, is abused though. Exactly. Power, power used to push people into a place to push them under your power is an abuse of your power. Right. It's also not power. It's bull. It's, it's. Fear. It's fear. Yep. And I think we're, um, the door, the sort of like the gates of hell have opened up in some ways with this fear mongering. Oh, you know, even the COVID thing. I mean, really and truly <laughs> Facebook's needs to, they, they definitely need to get their shit together and people need to either get off of those platforms that are listening to this fear mongering this, Oh, you know, why don't you just drink a little Clorox and get over COVID? That's not funny. You know, it'd be funny if it wasn't that people believe a lot of things that sure. are just not true. And it's from fear. Uh, it just so happens that right now, I'm not going to make any friends saying this, but it just so happens it seems like the right wing of this political spectrum is fear mongering. 
And I'm sure that those people that are on that side of that way feel the opposite about the people on the left. But I try to constantly stay middle ground of this and go just what's real, right? Our whole podcast is what's real. Yeah. Well, at least we do know certain things in science are real. So we do have a, a pattern of, of, and a game plan and a recipe to decide, you know, what is healthy, what is not healthy. Yes. Things need to be questioned. Yes. People need to go, are you sure you did that research correctly? Um, but to have a, to, when people say, do you believe in a vaccine? And I'm like, that's not a belief system. <laughs> you know, I believe in the fact that the sun's going to come up tomorrow, but that's also scientifically fact, factual, <laughs> right? But so right. It, it's not a belief. A faith is, a, yeah. you know, religion or something. But um, I think I'm raging because I'm feeling, I'm very, in, I'm, a, I'm a bit of an empath. Exactly. And I'm picking up your hurt and picking up my family's hurt. And, uh, and I say, to deal with it, (laughs) I say, there's that. And I'm going to quit talking about me and, and hope that people can. No, I think a lot of people that resonates, maybe not every single point, but (laughs) (laughs) plenty of that resonates with with most (laughs) people. Mm -hmm. And I think you're being honest and true. And that's Mm -hmm. all you know, you can ask for, what was it the other day? I was wrangling with something that you said those thoughts aren't real. Oh yeah. Well, I was listening to you because we all have our demons that we haven't quite dealt with. And it's really, you know, we weren't born with these demons. These demons were introduced to us in different ways and families and friends, whoever, you know, whoever tells you you're not good enough. I just call those your demons. Yeah. And so sometimes you were having a really hard day and I said, and you were saying things like, oh, I'm not worthy and, and, oh, um, my body is this or something like that. And I'm like, that's not true. Your thoughts are not true. And you're like, they're my thoughts. Of course they're true. I'm like, no, I found that very interesting. Sometimes your thoughts lie to you. They lie to me when I say, oh, I can't do that. Of course I can do that. I can do anything in the world. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're putting yourself down, anytime you're feeling unworthy, those aren't true thoughts. You are worthy. And so I was trying to tell you, let's take a moment. Let's put those thoughts where they are supposed to be. Let's put them out on the table, write them down, and let's go to them point by point and go, where is that true in your life? And when you bring those into the daylight, those demons hide or they flee or they go away because you, you, you can destroy them then. You can destroy them with no reason and love. I do love myself. I am worthy. And you don't have to turn around and blame people that told you one day you weren't. It doesn't matter. It's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that happened to you in your whole life that has come up. So yeah, a lot of things are not true that we tell ourselves. And which is why I've got hives from my neck down to my toes, because <laughs> I've been pushing down some things that are true, that I just really need to Bless and and let let go. First of all, I have to acknowledge them. First of all, you have to identify them. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that. Right. I mean, I'm a super slow processor in that. And talking to you at the beginning of it, usually I get frustrated because (laughs) I'm like, no, no, this is how I feel. And that is right. And I am unworthy. And you have to push it a little and get it on the table and name it. 
And that's really helpful for me mm-hmm. to see it from a different, in a different light, from so, a different perspective. So this will help all of us. So step one, name it. That's a hard thing to it's do. It's hard. It's hard to do. And you're like, I don't know. I just feel unworthy. I don't, I can't name it. Right. Name it, you know. Quit then, giving it power. If you can't, because if you, you can't name it. it, right. It's just going to recycle, recycle. So name it and then look at it. And go, how true, where is the truth in this thing? Mm-hmm. Where is the truth in this unworthiness that I feel? And then bless it as in, ah, that brought me to the place where I really do remember who I am. I really do remember how divine my body and my soul and my being and my mind and myself is. And then you can actually let it go. And sometimes it comes back. Because it's that strong, but you are stronger and you can continually bless it and let it go. And so, but in some circumstances, like for me personally right now, Mm -hmm. the things I have no control over, I have no control over my grandson's cancer. I have no control over my daughter's suffering or, you know, any, your, I have no control over your suffering. I'm worried about you too. And then I just see the world around me and I like to blame, you know, men in power who are trying to make, you know, put their thumb down on women. This is why I went into that tirade about that. Because I just, then you throw the whole baby in the kitchen sink and everything in together and you go, it's because of that. Pot of steaming, you know what? But if we can just take care of our own one thing at a time, worthiness stuff for you, for me, it is more, Liz, realize the things that are really pain, being a pain yeah, and don't push it down because mine, mine has just been pushed down. Like I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Y'all keep throwing me more cause I, I've gotcha, but I've got to get Liz first. That's exactly right. Right. That's exactly right. And what you said a minute ago about the things we can control. I woke up the other morning and again, a physical manifestation with a huge crick in my neck. Just oh, like, Oh yeah. God, can't move my neck. Can't move my back. Let it go an extra day and woke up. And it was also some other things, but just was basically woke up crying, you know, to start I the did. day, went to my really kind chiropractor and walked in and he goes, how you doing? And burst into tears. He was like, Oh, here we are. <laughs> but he got me right back into shape. And when I left, he just, he did say, he was like, deal with the things that you can control. Yeah. You know, good and that's practice. true. Yeah. Hey Matt. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Thank right. you. <laughs> and that's it. This is just a reminder. And that's why we need friends. And that's why we need uh, uh, partners. Like I got you. Thank yes. God. Because Lee got up this morning. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> anyway, you've been to the drugstore. I'm, I'm taking, I've got so much cortisol cream on my body right now. Cortisol cream. Drinking yeah. turmeric like you read about, and, you know. And more is more for that, you. It just allows you to just fall apart. Fall apart. <laughs> fall apart. Yeah. And, and it's and so true. I don't know if I said it on the podcast the other night that we're not going to use because we were having a glass or two of wine and I went really crazy on the religion thing. I don't but, know. Yeah. That or Star Trek. Okay. So what's the moral of the story I need to know about Star Trek? Uh, live and let live. Prime directive. 
you don't you you go into the worlds unknown worlds you fly mm-hmm. around in this great ship mm-hmm. you go into these different pla- go to the different planets you beam yourself down you sometimes make yourself known sometimes you don't but you never interfere with what they're doing you never go down there and go hey we disagree with this uh-huh. you need to act like this we never go hey you're treating your women wrong you shouldn't do that you're treating your men wrong you shouldn't do that one of the cool things about star trek it showed you different value systems like you would go to one planet and the women were like some badasses and they would like you know they're in charge and then you go somewhere else and they're chaining up I and mean, it just it was like look and so how is that <laughs> hang on a second if just live and let live like we're gonna live and let live the patriarchy you don't want to do anything about it no I'm living on the planet. I am not Captain Kirk. I live here. <laughs> Therefore, I don't have to go by the prime directive. But okay. what I can do is speak my mind as a woman and just say, enough already. Got enough it. already. Women need to be more in power. And men with full consciousness need to be in power. And we need to t- tell women what to do with their damn bodies is what we need to do. Got it. Except for a workout. You should work out. If you, if it, <laughs> yeah, be healthy, but you're not going to mandate that. No, I know. I'm not going to put somebody in jail because they don't work out. I know. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put a doctor in jail because, I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. I see. There's my rage. There's right. my rage. I mean, I, I came up, by the way, can I just go, we know we were talking about abortion, right? So I'm going there right now. Go for it. I was, um, in high school when Roe versus Wade passed, mm-hmm. you cannot imagine the relief that was, I have known many, not many, but a, you know, a, a handful of friends that have gone through this this is not a decision that anybody makes lightly and no one goes, yay, I get to go have an abortion now. What they do is they look at their life as a whole afterwards, not during afterwards and go, I would not have been able to do what I do now. Had I been forced to carry to term a child that I did not want. And I get it. Pro-life is brilliant. I don't, I'm, I'm pro-life, but I'm pro-choice, right? I mm-hmm. want, I want to live life and I believe in the sanctity of life, but a woman's body is her, is her body. And if she wants to have a religious person now tell her what to do and she believes in that, let her, let that be part of her religion. But that is not a government situation. The government does not get to tell you what to do with your body. Your, your religious teacher can do that all day long and you can choose to be with those people that say that or not. But choice is not about murder. Choice is about the sanctity of your own body and the ownership of your own body. And I believe God's got a bigger plan than that moment that that one soul does not come into this world. I believe deeply into the sanctity of a woman, a woman's own choice. And I don't know why there's a difference in men who, who sperm. (laughs) I mean, when women, men ejaculate, that's, that could create a baby. Right. Right. Why aren't they penalized on these things? 
I don't want to penalize them, but I'm just saying fair is fair. Women have taken the brunt of all of this forever, as long as I've as long as I know history. Ever since men became powerful over women. So there's that. There it is. Okay. I respect that. I hear you. Deep breath. That's good. Yeah. You get to say what you want. Somebody needs to hear it one way or the other. People can disagree with you. That's okay. I, and you know what? I welcome that. Right. I love our, I love good arguments because I don't have to be right. What I ha- what I really just need to see is an actual good argument. Mm-hmm. Give me your points. Boy, I mean, some of my best friends are pro-life, as a matter of fact. They make perfectly logical points. I don't mind that. I I can talk, one of some of our best friends, you know, are far right people. I get it. But when it comes down to it, I believe all of us, women included, that's why I said at the beginning, I'll say again, it's not just the men, it's the patriarchy. It's the system that says, Men have to have this sanctity over a woman and a woman is always at fault. And why do I bring up religion? Because in certain religions, a woman is at fault. A woman needs to be constrained because apparently they're afraid of a woman's power. Apparently. (laughs) I'd be afraid of yours if I were them. (laughs) I would too right now. So I'm kind of I'm kind of buckled down with these hives right now. But as soon as I get over these hives, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah. you're gonna feel better soon. I think yeah. we got that off your chest, literally. And you're gonna feel better soon. Uh huh. And I'm feeling better. I have to take care of you with your hives. We take some of right up. I don't ever get hives. I mean, until two years ago during COVID. Yeah, right. I don't know. It was just. just but anyway, um, so what a what a pleasant thing thing we talked yes, about. Yes, how today. uplifting, how uplifting, can powerful. We be? Yeah, telling our truth, which is uh, not a, always pretty. Um, no, but, but nobody says it mm, just is. Yeah, Do unless you just want to look at it and go, it's joyful, and life is joyful, and I'm having a joyful moment right now with you. Right, exactly. Hives and all. Exactly. Thanks. I think so. I think so. I think so. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Uh, All the way through. Yeah. No, that's good. Thanks, Lee. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.